Verse number 13 of Matthew 25 says, Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Okay. Here we see Jesus is giving us on the Mount of Olives. He's giving a, uh, a, a kind of a, a, a warning here. You know, we don't know when he's coming back. As Pastor Gary said, it don't take much to look around our world today and know that it's going to be soon. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's coming soon. Let's hook now in verse 14. He says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. You might say, who is this man? This is Jesus himself gone away. Amen. Traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Verse 15, and, and unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained another two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought another five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord saith unto him, I love this, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Amen. Now listen, he also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto to me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, <laughs> Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Now listen, then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee, and thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sow not, and gather where I have not straw. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers and have them at my coming. I should have received mine own in usury. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath, listen, shall be given, and he that shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath, and cast ye the improbable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let us pray tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. We thank you, Lord, for your promise of coming again. 
Lord, and redeeming us back to yourself. Lord, we're looking to that coming. Lord, I pray, Lord, just for the next hour that you would use me, Lord, in a mighty way. Get me out of the way, Lord, that, uh, that those here tonight would receive you, Lord, and you only. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would just open our hearts tonight to your, to your word, Lord. Uh, make us uh, 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 see the time, Lord, and we need to be busy, Lord, in working for you, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you just help us, Lord, in our weakness and our faults, Lord, we pray. These things are praying in your precious and holy name. Amen and amen. amen. You can be seated tonight. We're going to see here. Uh, as I said, this is uh, Jesus giving this sermon on the Mount of Olives. And here he is describing a man going to a far country. Amen. It says, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into this far country who called his own servants. Now this man, as I said, is Jesus. He's done went away to be with the Father. He's been gone away now for about some 2,000 years or something. Acts chapter 1 and verse 9, we actually see where the master went away. Amen. Acts chapter, I'm going to just turn over just for a moment. Acts chapter uh, 1 verse 9. And it says, And when they, he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they were looking steadfast toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner, as you have seen him go into heaven. Hey, he's coming back one day. He, hey, I, you look around this world, it's not easy to see. He's coming. It's going to be soon, I'm telling you. He's going to come back soon. We better be about his business tonight, amen. He is the traveling man gone into the far country. You know, John chapter 14 and verse 1 says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it not were so, I would have told you. Listen, I go. This is the man that's went. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare this place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. I'm thankful for that promise tonight, amen, that he is coming back for you and me and for those that's been saved. Now, I'm thankful for that. Now, as we've read this scripture, you've probably noticed some of the verbiage here as being his servants, the master. And we see, we say, well, how can one of the servants be cast into outer darkness and a weeping and gnashing of teeth? How can that be so? And, and I, I tell you, you've got to really pay attention here. Somebody, somebody could really take this out of context very easily. And they could say, oh, well, that means that they must have been born again. But then, no, they lost it somewhere along the way. And they got cast into hell. That's not what it's saying here, friend. Let me show you. I want to show you so that you will know uh, the, the truth here and what's been said. Jeremiah chapter 27 and verse 6. Jeremiah 27 and verse 6. I just want to turn over there and show this to you. Jeremiah 27, verse number 6. Now you notice Jesus called the servants, right? Jeremiah 27 and verse 6 says, 
And now have I given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. Listen, my servant. And the beasts of the field have I given him also to serve him. He called King Nebuchadnezzar my servant. Nebuchadnezzar, uh, not a believer, a Babylonian king, a pagan. He had other gods. He had the little g gods. But God called him my servant. Why did he say that? My friend, God has rule of all. He has authority of all. Uh, you know, just even because he calls him my servant, he is under his control. God has authority and ultimate authority. Everything is under his feet. As Brother Chris mentioned the other day, I believe that even in Hebrews chapter 2, it talks about him being the head and everything and all authority. He owns all authority and it's under his feet tonight. Amen. So each one of us sitting in here is servants. Even the lost are servants. See that? Uh, we're all servants to God. Whether they, can, whether they know it or not, they may be walking blindly through this world, but they are servants. Uh, and we're all under His ultimate authority. Amen? Now tonight, I want to show us three simple truths concerning these travelers. Gifts and the servants. Amen? Number one, I want to show you that each servant was specially given these, or given special gifts. Each servant was given special gifts. Amen? These talents. Uh, you know, a talent, I looked up what a talent was. It actually was, at that time, a weight of metal, uh, precious metal, gold, silver, or, or some other precious stones or metals that would have a particular value. And uh, I actually looked that it would almost be like uh, earnings of life earnings of, of, of a count of about 16 years per talent. That's a lot of money. That would almost be like a 401k or your retirement savings. That is what the talent was at that time. And so the master had given each one of these, had left them this very, uh, this talent that really meant a lot to him, that really was of a high value to him. Amen. So he left them this talent. Well, I got to thinking, what, is, what, what has God left us what talents has he left us tonight? The more and most important talent that he has given us is his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. That is the most important talent he has left for you and me and for all mankind is his precious son, Jesus. Amen. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave, he gave the talent, brother. He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So that one so that one servant that got, got one talent He gave it to him. Here's my son Jesus. That's yours. You can have that. I'm going to give that to you. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever, all you've got to do is receive it. And by you receiving this talent, hey, 
five in here got it this morning. One of them is my niece right here. Which I'm so proud of. And you know what happens whenever, whenever that count talent and they receive that talent in their heart, they give their self back to him. So now you got two talents. He give himself for us, and they give their self back to him. See that? He is the most important talent given. This is the one that was squandered away. We'll talk about it in just a minute. Another talent that's given is a talent of his grace. A talent of God's grace. Ephesians 4 and 7 says, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Every one of us has been given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. I like Romans 3 and 23 also. It says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace. It's by His grace, the gift given to us. I'm just a sinner saved by His grace. Justified freely, amen, by His grace. Because I received, received the gift that He gave me in my heart. And I invested in it, amen. And I'm just telling you a few talents that I can think of tonight. There's many talents. I'm just giving you a few. Number one is Jesus. Number two is grace. Number three is faith. God, did you know God had given every man faith? Even the lost. He's given every man a measure of faith. Look here. Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. The scripture says, For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Even those that's lost has a measure of faith that God has created and put into them. Without that measure of faith, how could they even know that they could go out here in their car and start it up and turn the key? You go out there and you just take it for granted, right? Each night they go lay down in the bed. How do they know the bed's going to hold them up? Each man has a measure of faith. God has put in there. You know why? So they can accept Him. So they can accept Him. For by grace are you saved through faith. Not of yourself. He gives you a measure of faith. He has given every man the opportunity to receive his son. The talent given to each one of us, he has given them the ability to, to accept it and to invest in it. Amen. Ephesians 2 verse 8 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, as I just quoted, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Nothing in what I've done. I didn't deserve this talent. I didn't at all. The servants didn't deserve the talents. But he left it to them freely. And what are they to do with it? 
What are they to do with it? All of these gifts and talents that I mentioned are just a few. Um, we did not deserve them. As Paul says, we, we shouldn't think uh, more highly than we ought to think of ourselves. Amen. Another gift that I thought that I didn't mention is his word. <laughs> what a precious gift that we take for granted. You know how many of these I have laying around my house? I couldn't even tell you. How often have I walked by them and taken them for granted? That talent that he'd given me, a gift right there he'd given me. What about the Holy Spirit? We take that for granted as well. Prayer, another gift that he has given us. We so often take for granted. I'm talking about myself now in that. Y'all help me pray for my prayer life that I'd be better in praying. Amen. That's a, that is another talent that he has given each one. I believe if all of us got earnest in prayer, I believe revival would break out in this community. We've done seen a taste of it this morning. God's done give us a little light of what can happen. And I believe if all of us got earnest in praying for our lost, it would be like a wildfire down through this community. Spread. Amen. Let's, let's do what we can with the talents that He has given us. He has given And maybe tonight you can even think of other talents and gifts He's given us. While He's gone away, we ought to be investing in Him. Amen. Bring honor and glory to Him through what He has given. Now number two, the next simple truth I want us to see tonight is two of these servants made the decision to invest their gifts and use them to bring honor to their master. <laughs> As I said, five done it this morning. They decided to invest in him. He, he set Jesus out there to them and they decided to accept him into their heart. That was an investment. As I then said, and then they give themselves back to him. These servants took them to give him glory, took their gifts to give him glory. Romans chapter 12 and verse 4 says, For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether it be prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on ministering. Or he that teacheth on teaching. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let me say something tonight. You may think that your portion within the church is small. You may think, I just do... I just take care of the sign. You may think that's a small portion. But let me tell you, you had a big part in what happened this morning. You may think of taking care of cleaning the church is a small thing, but it's not. It's a big thing in his eyes. That's an investment. You're bringing him honor and glory through what you've done. You see the one that had two talents gained two more talents. 
he may say that I didn't get five talents, I only have two talents. But it still was for his honor and glory. Amen. And he was treated just the same. As we see the master return, and the one having five talents, he said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. He said, Thou had been faithful over a few things, I will make you ruler over anything, uh, over many things. The one that had two talents, he treated just the same, Brother Gary, yes. as the one that had five talents. Every part in this church as a body, as I mentioned, as a member of the body, has a part. Yes. Just like me. Now, if I took my thumb and broke it tonight, tomorrow morning I would have a hard time putting my shirt on and dressing myself and tying my shoes and getting in the car and driving to work and going to work and doing everything that I do. Every member has a part. Even if you think, I, I just do this small thing. This is all that I do. It's just this little part. You have a part in God's glory. Amen. Amen. In His honor. <clears throat> I find it important here that servant one and servant two had a different number of talents or gifts. The master distributed them according to each one's abilities. And as I said, each one of us have different abilities in here tonight. And if you, if you aren't involved in something, get involved. Get involved. You, can, you have abilities that I don't have. Each one of you sitting in here have different abilities God has given you to reach people out here in the world that I cannot reach. Uh, you all each come in contact with somebody different. And you have different abilities. I wish I could play guitar like Brother Chris, but I can't. I'd love to be able to play like that. But he uses it for God's glory. Amen? Amen. And each one of you do different things. Use it for his glory so that when he returns, you won't be ashamed. He's left us with talents tonight that we're to be using for him. Amen? <clears throat> I've, as I studied this, I even asked myself, had I given my gifts over to God's glory? Would I count myself a good and faithful servant? That's a question we all could ask. I'm trying to encourage you tonight. I'm not trying to be down, uh, down on you tonight. I want to encourage you to do more for Him. Hey, He's coming back. I'm excited. It ain't going to be long. We've talked about it a lot of with Brother Earl out in the driveway. Earl comes by and we'll have us a time out there in the road. And usually he'll say, Paula's probably wondering where I'm at. <laughs> but she knows that he's run into me. <laughs> and we get to talking. Hey, it's not going to be long. The master's coming back. And he's left us with some things that we can be investing in. <laughs> It's not something to be sad about. It's exciting. And I believe that I, I, we've seen evidence this morning that many in here are about the Father's business. Amen. Somebody had been praying for each one of you that got saved today. Amen. Amen. Now one servant, number three, the last servant, 
did not make an investment in the talent that was given. And as I done said, the talent that he was given was Jesus. It's imperative to note that the unprofitable servant is speaking of an unsaved individual that did nothing wrong, did nothing with the free gift that was given. This individual did nothing with what God had given him. They did not receive the gospel. They did not return a yield unto Christ. This servant did not receive salvation. He was unpleasing to the master, as we've done read. He squandered away his opportunity. That's exactly what Satan wants to do with our lost. He wants to say, you know, each Sunday, Brother Gary gets up here and gives a message of the gospel and lays it out there. Satan wants to say, well, he'll tell you, that's nice. You've got a whole life to live. You don't want to do that now. Imagine all the things you're going to miss out on. As a young person, he'll say, imagine all that. You're going to miss out on a lot of fun, a lot of partying. You're going to miss out on all these things. You, don't want, you know what? Don't think about that for now. Let's go hide it. Let's go bury it. That's it. Go bury it away. You know what? You can go back and dig it up. You can go back and dig that thing up. Get saved one day. Before, before you know, when you get old, you go and dig it up and get saved then. Don't do that now. You got plenty of time. Don't do that. And that servant... Received that gift of Christ. And I think he looked at it, and a decision was made. He made a decision. He said, I'm not going to invest in this today. Maybe another day. I know what I'll do. I'm going to go out here and dig a hole. And I'm going to put that talent in that hole. Yeah, I may get that one day and invest in it. I don't think I'll do it today. You know what? The master come back. He's coming. He's coming one day. He had to go dig that back up. He did nothing with it. All his life he buried it away. The master returned. He had nothing to show. He did not even give himself back to him. If he had been like the one that had two talents and received two more talents, he would have given himself back. I received two, I'll give you another one back, cried Jesus. Master, you have me. He had nothing to show. Therefore, is the reason why we see that he was cast in outer darkness where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. I pray that's nobody in here tonight. I pray that's nobody in here tonight, but uh, I want us to, I want to encourage you tonight that we do have lost. Each one of us have lost friends and family that have squandered away their talent. Maybe they think they'll do it another day. They'll invest in it another time. Time's running short. We're in the evening time. We're in the evening hour. 
I believe the master is about ready to journey back and come and get his children. And you know what? I pray when he comes back, I pray I have a whole bunch of them I can lay at his feet. Amen. I want to say, Lord, here you go. This is all for you. Amen.